Hello and welcome to the Busby Lane Podcast. It's your boy Ugo here to recap what I'm calling a classic English slugfest. Um, it was it's a throwback game, I think. It's you know kind of really physical game. Um, I felt like the the referee lost control of the game at some point, so he made weird calls. He had a tough one. Um, started off in the <laughs> the worst possible way um, with David De Gea gifting them a goal. I just have to say something about De- David De Gea. Um, I think everyone at the club respects David De Gea from management, players, fans. Everyone has deep respect for for what he means to us and what he has been able to achieve and accomplish for us and, and how he has helped us through uh, the most difficult time. Um, so I think nobody's ever going to question his legendary status. However, um, he making that kind of mistake is really unacceptable for, um, for, for what we need to push into um, you know, the top four and things like that, 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 that should be, that is unacceptable because it completely changes the whole game entirely. Um, I think he has issues with distributing the ball in terms of, I don't think he is that Edison, Allison level in terms of distribution. David De Gea is the best stop, um, shot stopper in the world. You know, you can, you can't argue that because, you know, he's, Reaction saves are just amazing. Um, I think that's what he does, right? You know, the best, and, and and that's why he is. You know, he 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 has always been regarded as you know one of the true uh, best. But the game has now changed, and now your goalkeeper has to distribute the ball a little bit more. So it's not just about the saves; it's also about how you relieve pressure off the defense and things like that. And I think he struggles with that part of his game, and I, I think he is making attempt to improve it you know it's better than it was last season but it's he it's not at an elite level because that's not something he's really good at and i think for david de Gea, we have to accept that and and um and really you know hope that there is a way for him to improve and get better at it or you know, I always see we evaluate during the summer and figure out you know is Dean Henderson you know, uh, is he potentially a, a replacement for, for David De Gea? You know, is he better at that and things like that? Because because in, in in this game, you need a goalkeeper who can do that to help relieve, uh, you know, pressure that that that, that typically puts on um, on the defenders. But I think after that, though, I mean, that was just one crazy moment of the game. Obviously, it impacts the way... Um, the guys approach the game so they can sit back, they can now soak up the pressure and hit you on the break, and that's something that they want to do. Um, just similar to, to ourselves as well. We thrive in, 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 in those kind of situations. So because when you're in transition defending, it's very, very difficult to defend in transition, regardless of how good you are defensively. It's a tougher um, ask versus defending with a set defense. So obviously it's it's something that um that that you know played into their hands but you know regardless of that we actually bossed that game in the first half you know minus the, that crazy moment and um 
and one other moment I think in, in, in the opening minutes of the game as well where they could have gone 2-0 up or something like that um, but we bust the game the the diamond formation you know threw them off it was a great um, show of flexibility uh, to, to go with that particular formation I didn't expect that we were going to do it but I think it did it did show that Ole was trying to find a way to put his best players on the pitch. Um, Scott McTominay obviously showed that he can be an offensive threat as well as a, a good defensive shield and work and work very tirelessly in that midfield area. Uh, Matic has shown signs of improvement of late. So, you know, defensively being that screen and, and passing the ball forward, he's been improving in that regard. So you want to, you want to have him there. Fred is demonstrating that he, he has good link-up play with Bruno Fernandes so he can push up a little bit and, and become a creative option. And, you know, and, and then you have Bruno Fernandes, obviously, at the tip of the diamond who is able to, you know, unlock the boxes, and as Ole said. So, obviously, it was um, a, an amazing formation, amazing setup. Uh, did get the better of Everton. We'll talk about second half and... And the issues with second half but i think for that first half and, and that's how the goal came put pressure on them we could have scored a couple of goals i mean we had a lot of chances in that first half um their goalkeeper was amazing um we hit the bar <laughs> you know we, we it, it was it was one of those ones that could have really got away from them and, and this is what you have to understand everton has been the third best team um since Marco Silva left them, so they've they've been they've been on an upward trajectory. So they've been playing good foot, uh, good football, winning some difficult games. They've taken points off teams like Leicester, of Chelsea. So they're not they're not scrubs or anything like that. So I think it's something that we have to keep in mind as well when we analyze the game and see what happened. It was a very very difficult game, very physical. They they thrive in that in those circumstances, and that, there's a reason why. Calvert-Lewin is scoring, um, you know, I think he's scored 13 goals this season. You know, there's a reason why, <laughs> you know, four-headed goals. So, you know, he's he's a physical striker. He, he would disturb any defense in the league. And I, I see I see Lindelof getting um, a lot of uh, hate, you know, and I don't, I don't understand it. You know, <laughs> Pep would, would play Fernandinho in defense to, to go against Calvert-Lewin. Calvert-Lewin will probably bully him. But you know that when the ball is played on the floor, um, people like Lindelof thrive in those in those circumstances. The same with people like Fernandinho and the same with, you know, some of those ball playing center halves that we want to have to be able to also build up play. So you have to choose your medicine sometimes. You have to understand that when you when you you know when you risk the you know the the frailties from a physicality standpoint. You know Calvert Lewin is it's more much more physical than Lindelof. Of course, it's going to, you know, give him some trouble. It's going to be very difficult. I mean, it's something I don't understand when people start to criticize our players after, you know, a bad game or something like that. People don't want to look at the the finer details and things like that. And and people have been saying, oh, maybe he should have started Eric Bailly and things like that. Okay, yes, that would have been a great option because obviously. Eric Bailly has that kind of physicality that, that could match, you know, Calvert-Lewin, you know, but, but then um, you lose something else. You lose that ability to build up and things like that, which, which you get from Lindelof, obviously, and we all know this. So he chose to, 
you know, he chose more of, you know, it was more of a positive thinking of we're going to control the game. Yeah, so it, it wasn't it wasn't an easy game. Um, but um, at the end of the day, I think on, on the balance of, of everything, uh, the, the game, you know, was, you know, <laughs> was a very difficult one. We, did, we didn't um, convert some some of the chances that we had, um, you know, maybe the way we would have, you know, and, and, and obviously we were under pressure. And I would say, I would say at the end of the day, I think the, there are more positives to take. <laughs> you know, you can, you can look at a few things that were, were great about the game. Uh, Bruno Fernandes again was majestic. It was, it was amazing. It was, you know, controlling the whole, you know, game from an attacking standpoint, you know, created chances, created opportunities, um, you know, scored a goal himself, a cracking goal at that. Now he has three go three goals, um, and two assists in five games. Five you know, five and five in terms of goal contribution. That is just remarkable. Um so it for me I think you have to I have to keep things in perspective. Everton is, is a decent team, you know, so like I said, they're no scrubs, right? So uh, they're fighting for what we're fighting for, and and this this weekend we didn't lose any, um, we didn't we didn't gain any ground, but we didn't lose any ground either. So we're still three points behind top four, um, and it's going to be like that. It's it's going to be like that till the end of the season. Um, we're not the finished article yet. We still have um, holes in our team. So for instance, I think okay, he. Probably needed to change the shape in the second half because they were exploiting our lack of width because we were playing more narrow with the mid with the with the diamond, um, and we couldn't really cover the wings or create chances from the wings. So everything became so Everton just realized that they could just hit us from there, and uh, you know they expanded the game and then we struggled a little bit from it. Um, the. I think when you think about from that perspective, yes, we could have maybe gone, you know, to a wider formation, but then Daniel James is, <laughs> you know, is injured and we don't have a lot of options there. So um, it becomes difficult to, to tactically adjust. And it goes back to like, we need, we still need players. We don't have a natural right winger. Um, we have a few left wingers, but we, we, are, we, are, we don't have, um, um, Rashford, who's who's really performed at a very high level at there, and things like that, and we have to think about the big picture. Um, we have to think about the big picture. The big picture is that, you know, okay, we didn't lose a game. Uh, we're still unbeaten in, in about seven games, I think. We'll take this. We we came back. We bounced back from um, a setback. Uh, it builds the mentality. It builds some confidence. If you want to be positive, you can take some positive positivity out of that and that thing that was great was a commanding performance from harry Maguire. that was a captain's performance because this is these are those games that i think would have lost last season i think these are those games that i mean of course we lost that we, we, we lost last season and that was because after we after we we went down you know everyone's um everyone's confidence dropped and then it was it became a dropping right Ole's lowest moment but you know something like that could have happened today as well but you know the team bounced back the team was able to be resilient enough to bounce back and a huge huge part of that was Harry Maguire's uh, defensive um, 
performance today. Um, he he really 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 won won the game on that end of the pitch, and um, I think we couldn't you know we could have won it at the end, right? There were opportunities, and at some point, even Bruno said it himself that he he was in situations where he maybe made the wrong percentage play. You know, maybe you know there was an opportunity maybe where he could have tried you know look look for someone who was in a better better position to score and things like that but at the end of the day i think he tried he took he took it he took the game on and he wanted to win the game for us and we don't we've not had that charismatic personality from the midfield trying to do something like that for a very long time um so that's a huge 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 positive and these are the things we should be talking about we should be looking at the things that help our team move forward i think the conversation about the things that we're terrible at is one that can be given more constructively in a way that we're trying to actually help the team improve rather than as uh, 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 you know this is a do or die that if it's if, if you have some negatives you're done people improve there is room for improvement and the team is improving every single member of the team is improving and today we saw something else we saw us dom dominate the first half against a very a team a very difficult opponent and and did it with applaud as well so i um i think the boys deserve you know um all the you know you know the applause they can get they, they deserve our love in this in this very very difficult time and and and, and also get this everton was resting right <laughs> they, they didn't play europa on, on Thursday and, and, and playing, you know, on Sunday. So there are a lot of factors in, at play here. And I hope that we can recognize it and just be sensible about the reactions rather than just go over the top again, as we always do. You know, getting a draw at Goodison is not the worst result in the world, especially if you're not losing ground. Now you have to go pick yourself up you know, dust yourself down, tr see if you can, you know, get get ahead into uh, the, get into the FA Cup final round, um, get through that derby. It's going to be a very difficult, <laughs> speaking of derbies, going to be a difficult derby for us. Um, Man City is in, they're in really good form at the moment. They've been winning a lot of games. So that game on next Sunday is going to be really, really tough for us. So, um but we have to keep things in perspective. Our team is growing. Their team is much more established. So, you know, it's, it's going to be tough. But but I still believe that, you know, Manchester United has has demonstrated this season that they can beat City. We've done it. We've beat them twice already this season. So it's not a foregone conclusion by any means. Um, we, we can hurt City if we play... Um, to our strengths, if we if we if we do the right things, if 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 we're, you know, if we perform to our level and if everyone if everything clicks into gear, there's no reason for City to think that they they've won the game already before the game starts. If you get what I mean, so um, yeah, so I think it's going to be a good game, going to be a great game of football, and then after that there's Tottenham. So we we st we still have a lot of tough games. Yeah, it would have been great to get this get three points out of this one uh, but on the balance of things you know you can't legislate for freak um, accidents like what happened with the hair um 
and it happens it happens it's it's it, you know it happens there's a lapse in judgment too bad that when you are in that position that the hair is there is very very little room for error a midfielder could lose the ball on the half halfway line and there is still an opportunity to 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 correct the situation but um if you are a goalkeeper or a defender when you make uh, you know crucial mistakes you're punished for it and and that's what happened today right so um could it could it have been one of those games where we we creak one one nail and just say yeah you know we get we got away with that one and we move on you know could it have been that kind of game without that error or could it have been a game where we score first and then they are forced to come out and then we can hit them on the break and play our game and things like that so these things happen in football and we have to take those things into consideration as we as we judge this i don't think the hair you know was intending to make the game difficult for everyone or anything like that so you know let's let's be reasonable about the way we we judge these things and and try to um continue to look forward uh, there are a lot of positives to take uh, the diamond looks good it's, it's it's something else that we can do um so when we have wingers to change up the play um then we can adapt when when teams change uh you know their formation and go wider then we can adapt and then play in different play in a different style to to cook to cope with what they're trying at us so under there's a lot to um you know to improve upon but i think a lot of it is also that we're short-handed we don't have these natural wingers at our club we have inside forwards things like that you know we don't have um out and out wingers and, and that's where i think the, the investment is going to be made that I, I heard that we're linked to chiesa i know that Jaden sancho link has been there for a while but um you know i would say in addition to getting a superstar we need to also look at strengthening our second options as well and if no one is coming from the academy if there are no wingers coming from the academy then you need to be you need to go out and buy a winger that 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 is that can be a second choice right so um you know i i, I like the idea of getting chiesa you know because he he would be able to play that role and it seems like he's someone who's and he's a, who's a natural at it i think there were talks about odengad and a couple of other players but we'll see i mean let's let's see how how that pans out but yeah we need we need more more wingers for sure well, um, looking forward to the derby game, um, and and I hope that and I don't know what he's going to do there. I, I would at this at this time of the season, we have to we have to prioritize the league over a trophy like the FA Cup. So um, against derby, you know, would he? you know go really weak you know and how weak is weak <laughs> um so yeah so i we'll see we'll see what he does on, on thursday um you know hope we can get a win there but hope we don't have to exert some of our our starters because um you know we obviously need them for the running well thank you guys for listening to the busby lane podcast it's always a pleasure um have a good one cheers subscribe and have um, a wonderful week ahead bye